This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange Live. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. A lot of people are asking what the hell this Omniverse thing is, including myself. People were like, yes. people were bombing in on our other show, Off the Rack, which is a live comic book review show that, come, that takes place on Mondays, in which they were like, hey, what are your opinions about the Omniverse or about DC's continuity? And I'm like, I heard, I, I, I vaguely recall an article about no continuity, but like, I don't have any frame of reference for it. And then we were talking and you mentioned the Omniverse as well. And I'm like, okay, Joel's talking about the Omniverse too. What the hell is going on here? So I've got an article here. I've got it pinned in the live chat, which by the way, if you were watching the show live, you can always read the chat and participate there and you can find the Bleeding Cool article that kind of runs down what the hell the Omniverse is supposed to be based on Bleeding Cool's inside sources, which only was posted about uh, 24 hours ago. So it's the most recent information we could find. And again, I should stress, not truly information. It's all hearsay and it's all rumor and conjecture. So take it with a grain of salt. This is all conjecture. We don't know. We know people at DC, no. but we don't ask them to tell us insider information and then couch it in a secret podcast where we're like, yeah, well, I don't, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, what if these people were working on these books? Like, no, we're not like that. But, uh, but I mean, we, we really should start doing that. I imagine that'd be a good business move. Well, yeah, yeah well, the, it's, the thing about that is we'd lose our clients very fairly quickly because the people are our, our, our wellspring of information would be like, uh, you did a show where you basically shared the information that like me and two other people knew. And the two other people <laughs> asked me where the hell they found out about it. And I was like, fuck, uh, <laughs> never, never burn your sources in journalism. <laughs> damn right. Uh, but we, I should stress, we are not journalists. We are no. just commentators. Uh, but so uh, if you are in the chat, uh, you can always support the show by uh, using super chats, ask a question or comment. We'll weave it here onto the show. And uh, it's where it's where we get some additional shekels, especially since YouTube is screwing with everything. And I, I heard, here's an inside tip. I heard uh, a YouTube source say, we haven't changed the algorithm at all. <laughs> 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 well fuck i know i know and i'm like oh so we're just we're just really doing poorly and it's like no you look across the board something happened like you know what that is that sounds like a horror movie where it's like we we haven't changed the algorithm in 20 years oh my god it's alive it's making moves without us exactly like i could imagine them saying like algorithm and then them going in and being like oh shit it's skynet like it, it's become <laughs> self-aware and it's it's bebopping and scatting all over us what of the pewdiepies what if Jimmy Fallon? I can't, I can't let you do that, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. YouTube, is that you? How is that not a horror movie? YouTube becomes sentient and tries to kill some people. I don't know. I, I, have, a, I have a hell of a movie pitch about YouTube, but I'm, we're not here for that. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, I'll share... Actually, you know what? Before we do, because I got the article here, you can read it in the chat right now. But if you, uh, if you, if you, if you want to talk about it, Joel, what the hell's the Omniverse? What? Where? Did, do you even remember where this even came up? I feel like it sp it spins out of death metal. Is that true? Yeah, I feel like I only just read it in that last uh, death metal tie-in where we have the agent 
of the source, the guy who looks oh, like oh. Cosmic Ghost Rider, but isn't Cosmic Ghost Rider, saying, oh, I, I am an agent of the Omniverse. I am a couple cosmic rungs up above you all. But basically, it's all a meta joke about it. he's a guy who doesn't read DC Comics, and now he needs to try and understand DC Comics and how utterly and horribly confusing it all is. And then Metron gives like a super Neil Gaiman-esque speech about the power Story. of stories. Yep. Yep. And that somehow sways him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, he shows up. This Watcher ripoff shows up coincidentally just around the time when everything has been burned to ash. And he's like, I, I, you know, I've seen realities, but this one's so colorful and cyclical. Mm-hmm. What's what's the story there? Let me resurrect Metron and find out. Uh, but yeah, the, the I, I know especially that the Omniverse is a thing that's been hinted at given uh, what came before and where DC is publishing-wise. It's funny how... You know, mm. people are really concerned about the story. People are really concerned about the universe, continuity. Does it matter? Yeah. Is there going to be any? But you can't talk about that without peeling back the layers of what DC is doing as a publishing company and where they're going as a as a house of ideas uh, mm. to, to to lowercase all of those. <laughs> uh, because DC, of course, has been in a state of flux forever, and oh, yeah. uh, more recently, you know, because of the ousting of Didio. And mm-hmm. the the reorganization of 5G into future state, and the 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 changing of the guard regarding editors in chief, uh, pres- presidents, publishers, um, and the re- a new editor in chief just this week. I know. And by the way, it was fifty percent of the old editor in chiefs because like there were two yeah. transitional editor in chiefs, and then one of them became the true editor in chief. Uh, they probably fought in some kind of gladiatorial arena. Hopefully, <laughs> the, the the video will be out there uh, soon. <laughs> An Agni Kai fire duel. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure the other one just got a nice severance package though. Uh, but. In, in that regard, uh, DC has been shifting their focus, and I've heard through the grapevine, so to speak, that DC is putting a big shift on digital and yes. on IP and less so on comics. So what you're right. saying is they're, they're, they're going to they're gonna marvel up their books. Uh, and of course, yeah. I'm joking a little bit because Marvel has pretty much just done whatever Marvel does for the last, like, however many years. Uh, and, and Lord knows I'm reading more Marvel books now than DC books right now. <laughs> yeah, but that, you know, and, and that's that's six and one, right? Because, like, DC is right now in, ensconced in a massive event. Uh, they just changed over, you know, creative teams not but a year ago for Batman. Uh, there's a huge event that just happened. You know, the three Jokers just came out. Things are things are kind of funny right now at DC. And boy, are they! And and so there's a question about like what the focus is and what this omniverse thing uh, is 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 doing as a consequence of what DC's plan is as a company. So right. what I would say right away is at the top of the show uh, or at the top of this conversation is DC is restructuring and reorganizing and refocusing. Um, yes. I know, and I think I can say this because I don't have to reveal a source, uh, that internally at DC Comics, no one at Warner Brothers AT&T DC Comics, no one refers to it as DC Comics. Really? That it That's is, shocking. It is officially not DC Comics. It is wow. unofficially not DC Comics. They call it DC that's it. Just all, huh? It, Interesting. And, and they don't refer to one thing or the other. Not they're not like so DC Comics and DC Universe and DC Movies and they just go DC. Hmm. And then they go which one? Uh, the comic, the the book, the digital show. What which one? So that is a very interesting piece of information, right? So that for them, they're focusing on they're they're looking at it as DC. 
Like this is it's a, a, it's a monolith. Yeah, it's a monolith chock full of colorful action figures that we can monetize. That's what their that's what their approach is. Right. So, uh, from that, we look at the Omniverse. What is it? What's the plan? Or at the very least, what can we ascertain is the plan? And how does that factor in? So, mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about that. Uh, so, in continuity, which is to right. say within DC Metal uh, or Death Metal, uh, Joel, you mentioned the Watcher character says uh, he's the guy who, who drops the ball. Or drops the yeah. bomb on what is that? Like, what is the Omniverse? Uh, we and also, even then, they're still pretty vague about it. Oh, absolutely. Well, because we do know that, like, originally there was a timeline for the DC Universe. That Dan oh, yeah, we got rid of that. Finagled this whole thing where he's like, this is what happened, this is what didn't happen, this is what matters, this is what doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And what is becoming apparently clear in Death Metal, and I think Snyder said this in interviews, even with us, where he said that basically... It all matters, and it all kind of happened. And we, we see that kind of focused through an image of Wonder Woman. I think there's a cover where, like, Wonder Woman's looking, you know, in her death metal outfit at, like, the Golden Age Wonder Woman. Right, because Golden Age Wonder Woman is also going to be part of another big anthology story coming up, which I think them recycling the Wonder Woman JSA stuff they were going to have for generations, where it's like, no, she was the first super. Remember that? They were all gung-ho about how Wonder Woman was the first superhero to coincide with her movie that was coming out. And then they're like, oh, did we say that? We meant, uh, we don't know. <laughs> we forget. Yeah. Now Generations is also not going to be connected. Generations is its own thing in the Omniverse now. But it was supposed to all be connected yeah but we easily changed it by changing a couple lines exactly exactly well and it makes it easier for us because our editors don't have to try and make it make sense or fit into any kind of box it's just well, well there's there's this other thing that dan jurgens is working on there's this future state which somebody else is working on and and uh, and then there's the regular comics and then there's black label and there's you know any of this the the the, the remaining threaded vestiges of our other publishing lines like like wonder comics or uh, mm -hmm. or, or young animal or sandman universe so, you know, we, we got all kinds of different, you know, plates in the air, so to speak. Uh, and we don't even have to make the main universe continuity stories make sense anymore either, because Perpetua broke time. So that's OK that nothing's lined up for like a year and a half because Perpetua did it. Whenever there's something you don't understand, Perpetua did it. Exactly. So it's it's a, it's an in canon, in continuity explanation for what DC is going to be doing from now on, where instead of the Dio spending probably a whole week in his office on his floor with like push pins <laughs> and cork boards going like, what worked? What didn't work? How does this work? I don't understand. Okay. I like this story. I don't like this char character. Get rid of Dick Grayson, get rid of Wally, but make this <laughs> matter. Uh, but how do I massage the fans to make them feel good, but also like buy my books? I think that as far as DC comics is concerned, they are going to be more less concerned than ever about <laughs> what happened and what matters. And so what you're saying, Sal, is creativity over continuity. I remember once upon a time where that was also their tagline. <laughs> yes, I think that is absolutely what they're saying, but I think they're doing it in a kind of like, I don't know if I want to call it deceptive or manipulative way, but it is a little bit because I think what they're doing is they're like, okay, so we're going to just do whatever we want. 
and I don't want to have to keep answering these freaking people's <laughs> questions, and I don't want to have to keep like getting inundated whenever we celebrate some kind of achievement we're about to accomplish, and right. it's just people going like, you know, justice for Wally. You know, I don't want to see that anymore. So, Scott, write an epic story or reconfigure your epic story to in continuity make it so that within like the the threads of reality itself in the dc universe continuity doesn't matter but didn't jeff johns already do that with the metaverse and superman being the he don't work here no more he's his own company and and listen you know what if he really if he you know yes okay he did doomsday clock and it said its own thing but like that doesn't work for our plans though no not anymore so that's gone so if anybody's like hey how does doomsday clock fit in guess what it don't Forget doesn't. It. Where does three jokers fit in? But if they use Red Hood, guess what? It don't. And it doesn't even matter if it like if, if you can Marvel no prize this thing and be like, no, but here, see, and you make it work because at the end of the day, any changes that Jeff Johns made are not going to be folded into the company plan because he doesn't work there anymore. And yeah. his vision for DC is contrary to the vision that DC's well, current want, masters yeah. have. So did, did you get all the same questions I did after three jokers where it's like, well, how does this tie into Batman on the Mobius chair? And he asked question. I'm like, okay, a, that was years ago and several fucking delays ago. Secondly, this is black label, which is its own thing. And Alfred is alive and Red Hood's costume is different. <laughs> Are you really asking these questions right now? Do people not pay attention? Well, my sweet, my sweet summer child. I, I agree that they don't work, but I also have an issue where like I, I don't say that because it's black label it de facto is not in continuity because <laughs> black label is meaningless and <laughs> exactly it's just a rating system now and even then yeah. not even a very toothy Good rating one. system because no, not at all. it doesn't matter and because we already know there's like a se like okay here's our brand for ratings but secretly we have another rating system that mm -hmm. we use internally that that gets before we even get art or if we do get art change it you know um but black yes, label a little bit more and a little bit more blood but not and much. a couple of butts but like yeah those those butts better not turn around let me tell you that mm. but only uh, side butt yeah but that that is with three jokers you know it's just it's it, it's more out of continuity because jeff johns wrote it yeah than it is because it's black label yeah um and yeah I, I, alfred's alive because they wrote the damn thing four years ago and even though it, they knew it was coming out and they and i've heard rumors they changed it but i don't want to you know give those any credence uh jeff johns is like yeah he'll be back fuck that yeah really he's always back like i'm not Hell, gonna i'm not gonna screw up my epic like hardcover killing joke sequel by having lucius in the cave or something <laughs> it's already gonna confuse people <laughs> the fact that red hood's there because clearly johns didn't read any red hood books and why would he because those sucked <laughs> i don't know I, I think you didn't you uh didn't you like red hood with bizarro and artemis and whatnot no, I was not. I never. I didn't read word one of it because Scott Lobdell sucks and is never uh, going to work in comics again because he's a bad person. No, that's fair. Uh, I, 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 I know that Benny likes it. There you go. Yeah, there Benny's you. the one who liked it. Benny's the one who liked it. I think Benny and Caitlin were the ones who were holding torches for it. It's like, you got to read them. I'm like, no, I don't. And now I feel justified in not having to read any of it. I, Super I, excited I, for the new run, though. Right. I feel bad because, like, you know, Jason had 
Listen, nobody wanted to do anything with Jason, least of all me. And somebody, it was Lodell, but like somebody did something with him and it didn't force him into the Bat family. It was more like anyone else put him in the Bat family. Like everyone else was like, no, Jason's in the Bat family. Like, what? But, uh, but Lodell at least gave him characters and things to do that were over there. Like, so that people who wanted to have like a zombie Punisher in the, in the DC universe could have that book. All right, there you go. You get your book. I guess. But, uh, but, but I digress. Uh, Alex M says DC hasn't really stuck continuity since DCU. Apart from the beginning of Rebirth, continuity has been based on writer's version of timelines. I think that's more your feeling. Um, but I promise you that editorially speaking, DC editors and publishers didn't care too much about continuity, but like neither do Marvels. They're more just like, if you can make it fit, feel free. That'd be nice. And like, you can't have anything glaring, you know? Yeah. But tell your story. And, you know, and, and if you care enough to make it make sense, good on you. And we'll focus on it a little and bit. I mean, that's comics as a whole, really, isn't it? We'd like it if it lined up, but, you know. Right. I, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you'd line it up for me, please. Because with, well, with Marvel's situation, they're like, well, we only have like three editors. Like, <laughs> so and we and we put out like 80 books a month. But with DC, it's more like, yeah, whatever. I mean. I think that they cared, particularly back during DCU. DCU was not people. People compared this to DCU, and I don't think that's fair because I remember when DCU came out, and DCU was more like we're trying something. Yeah, we're trying new shit. It wasn't a line wide continuity doesn't matter. In fact, any of the DCU titles that affected the Trinity were like steeped in continuity, or at least the recent continuity. Like Superman has no powers. It's not like they said Superman has no powers, end of story. It was due to story and continuity that he had no powers. Mm -hmm. And and Batman's Jim Gordon. And it's not like he just was Batman. It's because of these stories that were in continuity that led up to it. Like, you know, Black Canary, yes. But again, Black Canary was one of those books where it's like, we're not selling you Black Canary. We're selling them Black Canary. Like, we're trying to get other people. DCU is about getting other people to read comics. Midnighter, Prez, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. And even then, like, Midnighter was so fringe, it didn't matter if it was in continuity or not. Like, in fact, you could even you could say, have told those stories at any time and you could go, you know what? Yeah, that is that is in continuity. Like, sure. You know, uh, so so DCU, I don't think is an apt comparison because this is DCU. If, if DCU had been like, we're throwing away continuity and we're just going to do whatever we want, like everything's an Elseworlds book or not. Yeah, that would be a thing. And I feel like that's where we are now. Uh, Radical Radish, if this is if this means they'll cut down on giant events, cutting into other people's stories every five minutes, then I'm all for it. Boy, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? I've heard a lot of people who are very excited about the idea of DC, quote unquote, throwing away continuity, which I don't know if this is what they're doing. No, I don't think so either. So so what is the Omniverse? What what does this mean? I think it means basically, and this is another thing, and we talked about this even before we went on mic, and I've mentioned this on the Comic Pop Facebook group as well. Everyone's like, oh, what is this going to mean for continuity? What's it going to mean for my stories? It's already happening, guys. Have you not noticed that like five of the biggest, most best-selling, best-reviewed DC books, Deceased, uh, what is it, Three Jokers, uh, the Sean Gordon Murphy. Oh, White Knight, Batman. yeah. Yeah, the White Knight of Earth. These are all stories in different continuities and different universes. They're their own oh, thing unto themselves. Dead Earth. Dead Earth. Injustice, uh, which is back again. Yeah, in Year Zero or whatever, yeah. 
Yeah. The uh, the Batman, the animated series book they're doing yeah. again, all their own universe, all their own thing. You can pick it up and read it. And you don't need to know that much else. Yeah. If DC looked at their bottom line and they were like the top 10 out of like 30 books that we publish that sell best are out of continuity, then clearly yeah. continuity is less important than selling people this. Now, I caution against it, against that right. strategy, uh, and we'll get into that in a minute as to why, but uh, but Rusky says, uh, DC needs to copy the one thing that makes Marvel matter, one long, continuous story that doesn't get reset. <laughs> They're never going to do that because DC is addicted to crises. They're a junkie. Just one more. They'll be fine for five to eight years. Just, 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 give, me, just give me one more sweet hit of that brown sugar. Come well, on. The problem with DC and their, and their long continuity is just the fact that they're older. Like just just yeah. just by virtue of them being older, they can't get away with it. Now, obviously, Marvel's 80 years old. So it's like, okay, at some point or another, that argument becomes less valid. But uh, because Marvel all happened and started in the 60s and it all happened by like the the creation of like three or four people mm. and it all happened within a couple of months of each other you know they there's there's more of a bedrock of continuity to be shared because like the first amazing Spider-Man comic has the Fantastic Four in it. The first no, Batman no. book does not have Superman in it. You know what I mean? No, it does not. In fact, in fact most of the DC pantheon all existed in their own universes before they all got mixed together anyway. There you go, DC, of course, the great Borg of comic books absorbing other stuff. Like, oh, we'll take you, Captain Marvel, Shazam, and we'll take you, uh, Charleston comic characters and everything else. I like to think of them more of as, as, as a chimera. Uh, oh, that's good. But, uh, but, but it's true that, um, you know, because of DC's, you know, kind of patchwork universe and their age... Uh, it's harder to say this all happened in one story, particularly because Marvel's more willing to be like, yeah, that was goofy shit and it happened. Yeah, deal As with opposed it. to DC where it's like, yeah, that goofy shit happened in the 50s and Batman went to space and he got married and had kids and stuff. Like, I, I can't make that all happen in one continuity. Mm -hmm. And because our characters are more like godlike archetypes, it's harder to make them, you know, a... a, a a narrative about this one person who lives from here to here and never gets old. I mean, you yeah. have to just keep, you have to keep recycling it. I don't know. I, I think that D if DC wanted to test it, the way to do it is to ultimate it, which is what yeah. I was hoping earth one was going to be where it's like, yeah, no, it's one contiguous continuity with all the characters in it. And it starts here and it goes forever. Like it just, and it just doesn't interrupt itself. And there's no con there's no crises. You know, it's just things that happen to these people forever. Um, but yeah, uh, Alex Cash says, the rise of the new god, Tyen, wasn't even Snyder, it was Tynan. Introducing oh, yeah, the Omniverse this late into the event by another author? Woof. Feels like they, they're they pivoting their pivot and there is no plan. I think... Well, oh, God. Or no, you, you, I was going to say, well, here's the thing about death metal. Uh, you're all taking death metal too seriously. Death metal is a comedy. 
it's always been a comedy. It's jokes. They're riffing. If they did it seriously, it would just be death metal again. I think so many people are missing the fact that this is Snyder and company trying something they've never done before, which is let's write a funny self-referential book, which is literally what they're doing. I mean, come on. Characters are routinely stopping and talking about the importance of stories and talking about DC's own crisis addiction and how crisis has happened because people lose faith in heroes and they're not doing their jobs and things need to be reset. This is a meta comedy romp is what this is that everyone's treating like a real story well i agree it is but the i think i think that the problem is that dc editorial slash dc the company is like this is the biggest thing that's going to happen in continuity from now on like this is january well and and it might be like the last in continuity big event at dc you Mm. have to explain what we're going to do right right you have to turn this joke into an explanation and justification for our new approach, which I think <laughs> Alex is right, is a pivot. Like, I think that it's because well, it had to have been because pre pandemic, the deal worked there and there was going to be a thing like there was going right. to be a timeline and 5G and this new publishing initiative that was going to directly benefit slash favor comic book retailers. And now that guy's gone. Timeline's gone. 5G reorganized into this thing that might help retailers. I don't know. We don't really give a shit. But really, we're going to be focusing more on digital. And we're going to be focusing more on getting our characters and IPs into other brackets that are not in retail outlets. Mm. And so that is a hell of a shift. And Is it ever? And because they had three months off, they could afford to be like, I don't think. Like, I read that there were, I, I, when I say I read, I mean, I read off seven tie-in solo books within death metal that came out or are coming and they added more and they added more i think that zero of them existed before the pandemic see again i think a lot of them are repackagings of stuff that they had later like wonder woman and the jsa and like a thing with the titans i think those were all supposed to be weird generations things that they're like you know what screw it put it in here say it's on one of batman who laughs alternate earths and let's just get these done because we commissioned them and they're drawn and we need to sell them oh absolutely no a lot of that shit was done i could i could imagine that the only one that was like the last minute change was the one with the watcher guy was the omniverse mm-hmm. issue because it mm-hmm. feels like just a because i love it he just reaches into the ground he's like metron's back to life and it's like that way no one can go hey (laughs) our new (laughs) god's supposed to be outside continuity what the hell isn't he dead uh no uh watcher guy brought him back yeah because he's a couple rungs up on the cosmic ladder man i love that bit in the story too where it's like oh i have all this dc information but i don't know what to do i need (laughs) contacts i need to find the dc universe's answer to youtubers to answer this question for me oh you're a new reader you're a new yeah, reader. You're looking for where to start. Well, you could start anywhere at our rich library of wonderful, colorful characters. And it all matters because if those stories matter to you, then it matters. That is Literally exactly the, the approach. Uh, Heartless Fang only got back into reading Western comics during the Rebirth era because it felt like things mattered. Now, really not sure anymore. Here's the thing. Uh, here's what DC would love for me to say. And I don't mean that because they told me. I just mean, like, I can imagine. Um we're very happy to hear that rebirth got you in. And I think that while you may have been brought in through continuity, what you discover 
through reading them was that you were introduced to our wonderful assortment of characters and our incredible oh. lineup of creators and story is what matters most and i think that if you, those stories touched your heart then those matter most to you and so if you're excited about what's happening in dc rebirth then you are going to be even more excited about what happens in the <laughs> omniverse uh the, i would not be surprised if that was the like if they just steal that and paraphrase it because like that's some beautiful ad copy but also true at the same exactly time. <laughs> like at the end of the day when it comes to comics to save comics you have to justify that kind of shit by being like yo your favorite story probably didn't happen anymore but <laughs> it doesn't mean that they're gonna stop printing it it doesn't mean that it's gonna stop being like relevant to you uh mm-hmm. even, even if some jackass shows up and undoes it it doesn't make that book changed. You know, they're not going to yeah, George yeah. Lucas it and go back into your old book and change the pages. Like, that, and, and story is what matters. Like, you know, who? how many people love Ender's Game but kept reading the books? And we're like, yeah. oh, this is less exciting as it goes on. Like, I feel like there is some measure of truth to that. Uh, M- Monkey says thank you with a animated pair that's exercising or at least has a headband sweatband on thank you very much thank you for your super chat and thank you for your support i love seeing those stickers they're so cute and fun anyway go ahead say are you you telling me i need to lose some weight monkey because i do actually i'm going back on keto in a couple weeks yeah monkey i do i mean he's just he's just saying thank you but he that sweatband (laughs) says it all it's like a little yeah really uh, Sayed Ahmad says, give me a Jeff Johns mark, but I preferred his vision of Doomsday Clock versus what's been going on in Death Metal and elsewhere. Interesting. Doomsday Clock had a very interesting approach, uh, and it, 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 its ending implied a absolute publishing initiative, that it is absolutely yeah, it a sequel slash continuation of DC Rebirth, uh, DC Universe Rebirth, and the Rebirth Initiative. It was absolutely mm-hmm. the crescendo to the Rebirth era. Sure was. And it introduces a concept that I think could have actually been reworked into what this is where they're like except that it hinged on multiple timelines or on Mm. like on things recycling themselves every every generation yeah Uh, that's not what we're going to be now i think that no yeah uh so but i but i i I also preferred the ending to doomsday clock to whatever the hell this is but agreed uh, Taylor Petcher. So in other words, death metal is pretty much just flashpoint again, a story that was forced into being something it wasn't to begin with. I think so. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty apt comparison, but also, I mean, uh, flashpoint didn't last this long. I don't <laughs> think. No, I, I also think that like flashpoint was a genuine story that they wanted to tell about, about Barry and then turned mm. into a publishing plan. Uh, this was, Snyder and Capullo fucking around for like seven or eight issues or whatever. And so if you are able to just fuck around for seven or eight issues, and if you make it matter too, or if you put a couple of couple of teases at the end of it, you know, like look at the end of Dark Knight's Metal and how right. you don't need that goddamn ending that's drawn by Yannon that has the the heroes all go to the to, to Wayne Manor and have a rager and talk about how they're going to be in total justice or whatever like or, or whatever the hell the next initiative was going to be like, uh, no justice no justice that's it uh you could just cut that out and it's like oh yeah no death metal is just or, or dark knight metal is just a story about this and and so with death metal it's like yeah it, one day you'll just be able to read death metal without any of this continuity nonsense or any of this publishing initiative stuff like at the end of the day, Capullo and Snyder are trying to say, hey, stories are fun, aren't they? And maybe they might yeah. matter to you. Look at all these characters that live together. Um, 
Tanner O'Neill, DC seems to need to keep making big changes to the company just because they keep on screwing up basically everything time and time again. I don't know if they're like, I, I think that they are, it's, it's not so much they're screwing up so much as they can't stick to one vision because they keep yeah. in this particular case, this, this, this year is, is very uh, special in terms of how much turnover they had and how everyone that comes mm. in has their own vision or lack thereof for the direction of yes. the company. And so yes, you're, yes. you're seeing a lot of conflicting visions and, and the creators themselves are having are, are like, like John's was in charge then mm. wasn't and still did doomsday clock, but he was right. I'm sure he wrote doomsday clock from the perspective of I'm a writer, but I'm also in charge and I'm dictating what's going to happen. <laughs> now that he is only you're, when you look at doomsday clock, it's only written from the perspective of a writer. It's yeah. like, well, how dare you talk about the direction of the company? You have no fucking idea. And you, and you have no you have no authority to say what's going to happen next. And it's kind of like irresponsible to say where the company is going to be going because you have no control over that. And you're you're you're, you're sending out mixed signals to the audience that we're trying to exploit for money. I, I mean, sell, I mean, sell good, really, really good comics, too. <laughs> like, so th I think that's where we are. Um, they brought my podcast back. That's good. I, no complaints there. No, not at all. Uh, Radical Radish. I'm definitely given. I'll definitely give this to DC. All their out of continuity books are gr are a great way to get new readers because they get attached to the characters instead of them being in a bear trap that is comic continuity. And not even just the ones we mentioned. Again, we talked about this before we started. Those young adult comics they're doing, they're coming out with the new uh, Nora and Victor Freeze thing. Yes. Clearly, those are popular and selling well because it feels like every time I turn around, they got a new one coming out now. So, I mean, good on them. Exactly. Now, that, that is an interesting point to make, and I'm only going to make it in this regard where it's like, those books are popular. They ain't for you. And that's okay because yeah, comics are big enough. It's a big, big umbrella. Have you ever been in the toy aisle recently? And you're like, who's these toys for? Not you. Uh, you're a grown no. up. Like there, you know, who's the, there's a, there's a McFarlane section for you. Like there's a, there's a Marvel Legends <laughs> yes. section for you, but like the other stuff is not for you anymore. And it's okay that like, there's a variety of stuff for everybody and uh fortnite action figures but there's no story to fortnite how can they have action the banana and the soldier what they're part of the same set you know, I, well and like listen in that regard how many i guarantee you that the people who bought toy biz's x-men action figures of which there were thousands mm -hmm. yeah there were didn't all read X-Men and X-Force, X-Factor, Excalibur, you know. Oh, no, because they were just amazing toys. And they, they told their own stories with them. They really did. So, you know, you're kind of guilty of it, too. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that's an excellent fucking way of looking at it, you know, Sal. Good, good Right, one. like I wasn't reenacting key moments from comics with those characters. I was telling my own stories. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Cable. Who's gonna win this one? I, exactly. <laughs> Come on. And like, what a what a grand yarn that was. Um, uh, thank you for your super chat, uh, Super Pooper. I've been sort of off main comics, and every time I try going back, it feels more and more impenetrable with these continuity changing events. Agreed. I think that you know, let it breathe. If you're gonna have yeah. an interconnected universe, let it breathe. Don't change it. You really do. And so close together, too. That's another big problem DC has had in this modern age. Too many big changes, too close together is the thing. Yep. Yep.
And then having to justify it all to be like, eh, reverse flash did it. That's why. I mean, and and if you can, like in a in a page or a panel, explain it, you know, feel free. Like Williamson did a fun job just being like, oh, I was the one jerking you off. But like, <laughs> if you if just don't let it dictate the line or the story, you know. Uh, I like that things make sense. I like when they explain things that don't make sense and go like here's how it worked i like um, when i'm rewarded for reading everything exactly uh, brandy stewart no continuity means that book delays no longer matter they can get artists and writers who people want to read without worrying about if they can actually get stuff out <laughs> yes but on the flip side of that when the hell are these books coming out and if you have yeah. like if, if you're like okay everybody everybody in the bullpen you're fired i'm replacing <laughs> everyone with like the top like the the the, the, uh, the highest echelon like impossible to get talent it means that nothing's coming out except the things that we are commissioning. And if like, if everything is Batman earth one, you're never going to publish a freaking book. No, I do agree. Brandy that like you have the freedom to be able to tell any story you want. And, but, but I think that going up, going full omniverse is not necessarily the way to go. Just like, I don't think going full anything is the way to go. Going full never continuity. Go full you never go full omniverse and you never go full <laughs> continuity either. Like you just, you just make it available. Like I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day about squirrel girl. Uh, mm. Squirrel girl is a comic book uh, yes. and it was selling very poorly uh, month to month at comic shops. Like mm. it sold like, 8,000 or less, you know, like really low numbers a month, but it sold like nuts. No pun intended. No pun intended. In the aftermarket, in the trade and the book market. Oh yeah. Amazon. They freaking loved it. Yeah. Amazon and bookstores and, 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 uh, you know, like book fairs and child like markets, like squirrel girl sold well when Marvel looked at their losses and their gains and they were like, Oh my God. We can't. We and and yes, could Marvel have canceled Squirrel Girl as a monthly comic book and just kept those two on to make Squirrel Girl books? Sure, but I'll bet they weren't making less money than they were getting from those eight thousand sales. Mm-hmm. And so, in that regard, they're like, "Well, why in God's name would we cancel a book that sells eight thousand copies and yeah. sells two hundred thousand copies?" Like that's still a number and it keeps it on the shelf and it keeps it relevant. And it gives these two an opportunity to keep making the book and to keep being employed. It it, it, it helps everybody out and Mm -hmm. that's okay. Like, (laughs) and, but there's room for that. And, and it's like that kind of business acumen of being like, ah, I make this thing. It makes more money over here, but it still makes some money over here. That's two places where one thing's making money. But you got to love furthermore too, you know, to talk about DC and their digital stuff. Uh, they got a new injustice coming back. Injustice has always done great numbers for them in digital. In fact, it's the blueprint that every digital series should use. And on top of that, uh, they're still coming out with those comics that they had uh, during the pandemic when they were trying to fill stuff up and everything. And they yep. couldn't bring stuff to stores and they're really good. That Superman man, a tomorrow book yep. way better than anything Bendis is doing right now. And you know what? They're all self-contained one shots. Like again, I got younger cousins and 
everything who want to get into like comic books, I'd be like, hey, read these one and done. Really good stories. You won't get bored with these and you don't need to know anything about Superman. Yeah, if you ever want to get kids to read comics, do you hand them a comic from today? Hell no. You give them comics Ooh. that were a catered more towards their demographic and B mm -hmm. you, you give them older books because older books were way more self-contained. You could give them like an issue and it contextualizes everything between the front and back cover. So they're like, even if it is in continuity and it is part of an ongoing story, they get a story within those pages and they can go, Oh, like what happens next? Like <laughs> it, it comic book fans are wired in a certain way. And sure so are. I promise you, if you're going to get a comic book fan, it's the same way you're going to get a Doctor Who fan or any other like genre fiction fan. If you give them one thing and it sparks their interest, they will want to know the rest. So mm -hmm. oh, yeah. for me, that's why continuity doesn't necessarily matter so much as it's okay to keep because continuity allows you to have this reward for hunting down stories and, 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 and remembering them because for a lot of people, and I don't mean to say that like they're crazy and they think that they're real, but like for a lot of people, these are the stories that like are about people that they care about. And these are the days of our lives. These are the days of their lives. And they, and then they're, they're reading these stories that matter to them about characters that they care about. And the continuity gives you the, the relatability and the context to be like, I resonate, these characters resonate with me and I care about their, their, their journey and I care about their, 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 their pursuits. And, and I'm rewarded for remembering shit because it pays yeah. off later on. Or even if it doesn't, it's like you, it, it makes it more immersive. Cause like you fool, don't you remember when this happened to you already? And like, it's a beautiful thing that you only get in sequential fiction. This idea like, yeah. Hey, I remember that I was there when that happened. Or, oh, I heard about this. And the reference again, you don't get that in just about any other thing. And it's a beautiful moment. No, and it, 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 the, the concept of being like throwaway continuity doesn't matter. It's like, well, okay. Um, take any show and be like, you know what? This show would be way better if there was no continuity between the episodes. Yeah. No character development. No, nothing. You don't know when anything takes place. Yeah. I mean, you can do that to some extent, you know, like I'm thinking of quantum leap an ancient yeah. show ask your dad but like quantum leap was this show that was episodic in nature but had like an ongoing story of like and it was very rock simple dudes in time wants to come home can't each story self-contained but there is like a narrative about this guy and his friend and he's trying to get back home if they were like ah screw the future thing like <laughs> each thing and you don't even know like it continuity matters uh, Michael Fairbanks. I, I think the idea is, is that uh, continuity serves as a good sauce, but maybe not the whole meal. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Michael Fairbanks, I'd prefer our comic book companies keep the headcanons implicit, not an actual plot point. All right. I don't, I don't think that's... I can't argue with that. We should, uh, we should do an episode on headcanon at some point, because I know we all have, and it's like, look, this on the page, this didn't happen, but you will never convince me that it didn't. Right. Uh, super pooper inconsistent continuity is like a Lovecraftian entity. When I look at it or I try to make sense of it, I go insane. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, it's just, it, it, you know what it is for me? It doesn't like make me go like, Oh, this doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm questioning everything. It just makes me like upset that these, that these grownups can't do this uh. goddamn simple thing. <laughs> 
Like, you want a perfect example of that that happened just recently? Please, yeah. Night uh, Nightwing in Death Metal. He's like, oh, geez, you know, I just got my memory back recently and I was thrown into Death Metal. Fuck off, you did. You got your memory back this week in an issue of Batman. Also, you got shot during City of Bane. So you mean to tell me that City of Bane happened like right before Joe? Well, that couldn't happen because Lex Luthor tried to make a deal with him that happened in Year of the Villain that went on a lot of the- You mean that all that happened, then we went right into Death Metal? Like, what was that the span of a week? That's impossible none of that can work and death metal would be like who cares man why are you trying to make sense of all this it's story literally that's it and literally like, that's the you can't do like and it's like you can and they do but like fuck you for doing it where you're like hey man uh here's some stories that have a lot of gravity and weight and matter and like there's stakes and you better care and then it's like okay i do but like it doesn't make any sense how come you care so much man it's like a it's like a gaslighting bully who's like what uh, i didn't say Say it mattered. Why do you care so bad? Because I read it all. Don't punish me for reading all your stuff. Yeah, you're convincing me that everything is connected, or at the very least that everything matters, or you're convincing me that all your stories are terrific. So I'm I'm your loyalist customer. I'm reading all your books. And then you're like, I can't believe you read all that. What a lame-o. You remember everything? <laughs> like, fuck you for behaving like that. Even if you're not actually, even if that's not even your like the fa- the faintest concept. For like for 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 your behavior, that's how your treatment of continuity comes off to someone who's like. But I, it's like doing all this work and then being like, why did you do all that work? I didn't ask you to do all that work. You know what it is? It's the shitty spouse or partner who's like, why well, I gotta bring up old shit? Yeah, what are you talking about? Why we gotta bring that up? We're talking about this now. <laughs> Tevia says, uh, didn't we do this with Convergence, which said everything happened and lead into DCU? So why are we doing this again? And why bring back? Why wouldn't you bring back? Super Sons. Uh, yeah, that was like three or four retcons ago. Why well, gotta keep bringing up old stuff? Exactly. What are you talking about, man? Super Sons is over, man. Uh, no, they didn't do that with Convergence. It was a different thing. Uh, Convergence was a stopgap for them to move. Uh, it was. It was. It had nothing to do with continuity. It was just like oh, like like Future State is a stopgap while they move. Yeah, they're not moving anywhere though. That's. I mean, they're moving people. They're not moving their studio anymore. That's over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Scarlet Hottie, I like the one where the lightning bolt man runs real fast. I mean, they do too, and that's oh, that's, that's all they one. want. They that's all they want you to do. They want you to. That's they, a real good one. They want you to like that lightning bolt guy. They want you to read his lightning bolt stories, and they want you to mm. go see his lightning bolt movie. But they don't want mm. you to like. They don't want you to care so much that you think he that you that your brain tricks you to thinking he's real, and that these stories all are part of like. A, a structure that's part of a person's life because that would make their jobs harder. And that's really what it is. At the end of the day, the reason why continuity is hard and, and, and why it's even in question at the editorial level is because it gives them something extra to do on their job description. It's something yeah. where they're like, fuck, I have to negotiate pay rates i have to look for talent i have to edit these books and make sure they don't have spelling or content errors or context <laughs> errors or, or grammar errors or or printing errors i gotta publish <clears throat> books that have words and pictures and i Together. gotta make all that work and i gotta worry about whether these things that happen to people mattered or did or did not happen or happened within a, a, a something that happened in the 50s before i was born right and it's like no, man, that's what someone else's job is supposed to be. That's supposed <laughs> to be at the script level. Like, 
you get the script, you give it to the continuity director. The continuity director goes, here are the changes you need to make. And just remember, just have a reasonable human being at that job level where they're like, don't fuck up the story. Like, just go, just circle a character and be like, it can't be this character. Or like, mm. you know, that's it. Just, just replace the name. Like it, sometimes continuity can be fixed by just those two things. Just sometimes it can be fixed by lampshading it, by having characters say, Hey, isn't this like something that happened to me before? Yeah, that's it. At a panel where this happens or just, just say that like just one balloon that says it here uh, or a caption box or anything. Uh, For the most part, that's the thing. The problem is when you as a publisher kind of unofficially say to everybody who gives a shit, don't worry about that. And then it all piles up. And then you have to have a crisis because because things, the little things shouldn't matter. And in fact, I'm sure that most creatives would say, oh no, I don't even bother. Don't sweat small small stuff. stuff. And we've talked to creators who have said, like when they started on a book, they're like, oh, I I wanted to do all this stuff and make it all work and, you know, fit them all together and do do all these homages. And they found out not only could they not do it, but that it got in the way of the story and no one else was doing that. Like, yeah. And nobody cared. So it was like, well, then what the hell am I doing this for? Or maybe I could just tell the story I want to tell and not necessarily worry about that too bad. And Creative people are people too, and they can get ground down. Yeah. And they shouldn't necessarily have to worry about continuity um, too much. Like, if you're hiring someone to tell a story, let them tell the story. Have some, like, number-crunching like super type a person deal with the continuity. You know what I mean? Like somebody's like, I remember all that or I'll cross reference this, you know, it's just, and, and by the way, that's accomplishable with, by a creating that job and B Mm -hmm. reducing the amount of books you print. That's a different show. Yeah. We've mentioned that before. Call them a continuity czar. Give them a little hat and a little desk and you come to them. Yeah. Like, oh, I come to you, great continuity czar. Tell me what I need to well, know. And all you need is like checks and balances where it's like you're not in charge. You're not a czar in terms of like you don't call the shots. Like you have an equal say and you're like, hey, this is, this is important or like this is change. And then someone else can come to the table and go like, does that matter too much? How much will that fuck up? You know what I mean? Like what if we did this, you know, compromise, but like having a, mm. having a dialogue internally. So the writer's just like, I wrote a fun story and I hope they liked it. And then they get um, it back and it's like, Oh, they changed two words. They changed a, a, a name I made up to a name that was already in the book. Mm-hmm. Eh, who gives a shit? If I have a, if I have a thick skin and a, and a, and a healthy paycheck, what do I care? End of story. Uh, Scarlet hottie says a cool continuity is the greatest hits thing where they take a long continuity and button it up and find them and find themes. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, for instance. Yeah, Avengers mm. Earth's Mightiest Heroes, a great show that takes the history of the Avengers and kind of condenses it into like a Sunny D-esque. Like, uh, That's pretty good. Young Justice does that too. Young Justice, Just League Unlimited does that. Oh, excellent uh, example. Know, yeah, uh, it's amazing how the movies uh, no don't. Yeah, shocking, right? That cartoons but, uh, but get it so much better. Yeah, my concern, getting back to the Omniverse, my biggest concern is that it is not necessarily a approach from the editors being like, oh my God, this is hard. Uh, right. Let's just make it all not matter and call it a day. Let's right. Spider-Man one more day this shit. I don't want to <laughs> have to deal with the marriage anymore. Can we just make and make a deal with the devil at the end? Um, I, I think that my concern is, what if we know that Warner movies mm. 
can't handle a DC interconnected continuity universe, or at least they yeah. they fucked it up. And they've more or less stopped trying now with stuff like Joker and the Batman that its own thing in Flash that maybe we'll bring some other Batman back into it too. Maybe it all happened. Maybe we're trying out the Omniverse concept here so we want to try it in other places as well. I think for them, Spider-Verse's uh, Oscar win and uh, mm. not alienating and confusing people. True. We've heard the term multiverse used by Hollywood executives, a word that there's no way they understand or have ever oh, of course said before. Not. And uh, we know that DC's new approach is multiverse. Is yes. to say, oh my God, you mean there's a word in those nerds' language <laughs> that we could just <laughs> that, use, like. that we could throw back at them when they ask us how things don't wi- don't fit multiverse? Oh, I get it. Oh my God, I didn't have to fucking think of this. <laughs> this is amazing it's a magic word yeah my concern is that with warner's new multiverse approach to the movies that they're like hey maybe we could fix the comics situation with that too and they're like, we have multiverses it doesn't work like that oh well the, would you have something else that means like it all matters i guess omniverse yeah that <laughs> what's bigger than a multiverse an omniverse you're Nerd, an idea man. just fix it leave you know, like, especially because we know DC and Warners and AT&T, they're a lot more homogenized now. Yeah. So that's my concern is that like this Omniverse thing isn't from a place of like experience dictating what they think is the right move and more like another top down. Hey, go do this thing. Yeah, make it happen. Make this thing. Uh, TB says, uh, will Duke or the signal slash the signal ever get some development Are his parents in cage in a cage in the bat cave, maybe somewhere in the omniverse, he's a leading man or maybe not TB. No. Uh, well, he is getting a dark multiverse story actually. And, uh, I, he, he got a backup story in the Robin King book. I didn't read outsiders, but apparently they did a lot. Uh, Hill did a lot of work with him and actually fleshed out his powers in that book. So that's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, they're using him. But I don't yeah. know if I don't know if he's ever gonna break out. Um, you know when you'll know he will. Here's when Duke will break out. Do tell when Duke is in one of those young adult books. And there you go. Yeah. When he's the star of one of those young adult books. Or if he's in the next season of Young Justice, because they already have Harper Row. Maybe they put him in. Dude, speaking of Harper Row, a uh, mild spoiler for Punchline, everybody. Harper Row is in that book. What? Yes. Punchline is a stealth Harper Bluebird miniseries. I'm like, you know what? I had no interest in reading Punchline. Now I am all in on Punchline. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucking her. dope, actually. You never yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, I thought she was done for good um, as far as being used or remembered. Not only is she not done, apparently Tynan's getting a second Batman book in 2021. And my theory is, oh, well, he's going to continue what he did in Detective Comics with Clayface and Batwoman and all these other characters that he kind of shepherded. And I'm all for that because his Detective Comics run was great and ended abruptly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll wrap up by mentioning what Bleeding Cool says about it. Uh, What can we expect? Uh, We do know that apparently, according to rumor, uh, the Omniverse is coming in March. Uh, we know uh, it won't be called the Omniverse, uh, or at least no, they're just referring not. to it as such. Um, apparently, there'll be a one-shot that will relaunch the DC Universe in March, following Future State in January and February. So, a la DC Universe Rebirth. Exactly. So you're going to get the Future State stories. Um, those are, of course, out of continuity, 
technically like those were going to be the new status quo instead they've been repackaged yeah. as an out of continuity kind of a glimpse into a possible future of the dc universe mm-hmm. it will have a whole bunch of like books that were already probably drawn and written and printed that they repackaged and put out as this um and then you will never see it again um those will come out uh and then in march they will launch this new thing this one shot special because they know these one shot things work really well dc universe rebirth uh for example good example this this omniverse book will come out it'll basically dictate what the what 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 the universe is going to be like what the rules kind of are i'm glad they're building to something um it will be a relaunch not a reboot but will include some mucking with continuity uh and will don't they always and it will not be uh by one creative team instead it'll be apparently closer to like the marvel now incoming book which is like a narrative mm-hmm. that has a whole bunch of people in it uh apparently the rumor is that it'll have the people who were who are working on dc books right now working on this so it'll be snyder makes sense snyder tyne and bendis uh williamson um i'm seeing some exciting names like cy spencer's gonna be or cy spurrier hopefully uh murphy tamaki ridley brian hill uh rom v uh, tom taylor of course and i heard i saw jeff johns on that list i i can't imagine johns wanting to do that anymore but like fair enough uh he's like i'll do it but i'll just be really passive aggressive about it the whole time i'm gonna keep referencing metaverses then uh and as and apparently, I don't think he would be passive aggressive. He seems like a very nice man and a team player, and just genuinely excited about comics in DC. I don't know. We haven't heard from him in one in months. Uh, the plan is to introduce a looser continuity to the DC universe as a DC omniverse, as recently teased in Rise of the New God. Uh, but only going forward, the intent that everything happened happened an eighty-year shared universe of continuity. But by introducing infinite multiverses, it loosens the strings of storytelling going forward. That post-Death Metal, basically all of DC's history is in continuity. Everybody remembers every story, but the worlds out there and possibilities are, are infinite. I, I honestly don't know what the hell that's supposed to mean. And what, by that, I, I don't, do I don't mean... mean and I don't mean I'm an idiot and I don't get it, so please spare, your, spare me your comment. But like, <laughs> I'm more like being like, okay, so Batman remembers like having a dog that fought crime with him and like went to different planets and hung out with Batmite and, and also Uh, remembers having his back broken and also remembers, you know, like everything like, okay, I get like you could basically what you're saying is that the DC Omniverse is more or less the Marvel continuity where it's like all that shit happened. And it's like, that's what it sounds. All right. You know what? In a world of death metal where Batman for no good goddamn reason dons a leather trench coat with spikes on it for some reason helping him in in battle uh, this is fucking badass yeah, like, he rides a motorcycle that has a bat skull with ears ears are made of cartilage or have no bones because alfred's dead and not going to tell him he can't have a motorcycle yeah with made of made of giant bones um i i guess you could say yeah, no. And also he did this and also he did that. Like also he went into space and also he like he went through an imaginary like wormhole and got married and had like Batman 2 and Robin 2. And like by the way, read the Black Case book. <laughs> those stories are like imaginary stories in their own continuity where they're like, "Oh man, yes, imagine if Imagine if we got married and what would happen to our offspring and stuff." Like there that should happen. So like if you want to say D- Detective Comics all like whatever third shit 27 detective comics 27 to now all happened to batman all right yeah sure why not that's fine if it 
it's it's I'm more okay with it all happening than none of it happening. I would agree. You know, in fact, it feels very much like something Grant Morrison said once to bring it back to the Black Case book. No, it's all chapters in someone's life. You see, you know, it, it was really like synthetic in the '60s and everything, but it all happened. It was all like years in his life for one man, and that's why he's this crazy person that he is. Yeah, exactly. Well, then, how do you explain Green Arrow, though? <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, because he was like an archaeologist and shit when he started. Um, yeah. <laughs> Green Arrow is not going to have a book. Who are you kidding? That's fair, you know? But, like, uh, listen, if it all happened, and, and if you want to Marvel up DC's continuity, I'm okay with that. Because I like Marvel's continuity. And I like the really? Marvel Universe's structure. And I like the idea of that. If you restore the new gods to being this thing outside continuity that like just doesn't get changed and shit. Like if you get them back to basics, if you fix all that shit, you fix everybody. I'm okay with that. Like I am hundred percent okay with that. Um, Same. It, and, and for me, it, it it's, it's less the question of whether it's in continuity or whether it's a good idea to make it all part of continuity. For me, I'm like, knock yourself out, do it. Man, what is this going to mean for Hawkman, who's like, no, but my whole life and all continuity was already always part of my story. This changes nothing for Hawkman. It really doesn't, actually, because it's just like, yeah, it was this, and then it was this, and then it was this, and it was this. You're all just me now. Yeah, and they tried to do that in Zero Hour. They were like, you're all Hawkman. He's like, that doesn't work. (laughs) Don't take away my one special thing. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Pester, another news. Did you see that another round of layoffs has hit Warner's this week? AT&T is just consolidating everything, and it's very concerning. Well, I mean, like, Uh-oh. that sucks. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Um, and I, I feel for everybody in that situation. Um, you know, but like, yeah, I don't know. DC's in a weird space. And my sure. my my genuine hope is that the that everyone that everyone gets what they want. You know, if, if Warner's wants to make movies that make a lot of money, I hope they get to do that. If, if we want to read fun comics about characters that have an ongoing history, I hope we get that. If you want to read a story about Superman being a crazy murderer, I hope there's a book for you out there. There's plenty of them. Uh, although yeah, really. you could read like 17 of them and none of them are called Superman. Um, yeah. There's 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 a book for you and hopefully DC and AT&T and Warner's like that their approach isn't like from a perspective of like, well, fuck comics. <laughs> like, I, would I, hope. I hope it's the approach that marvel has with with squirrel girl where it's like i mean it makes money you know it doesn't cost it doesn't cost more than it that it brings in so have our cake and eat it too exactly well i might as well put it out uh mr q man with another uh, hilarious uh gif of a uh, of a pair with a headband going fist bump he's animated doing Aww. that fist bump to Aww. you too thank you very much uh for your support and for your hilarious gif i like that guy and uh radical radish sounds like the simpsons timeline honestly you could call it that, man. Call it the Simpsons continuity. It's, it's a pretty solid timeline, too, where we occasionally go to the future, and it's always a little different every time, oh, and the timeline is always slipping. See, the thing with me is that, like, whenever the the, 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 the future stories are not in continuity. That way, the, my problem was when they went back in time and they updated Margin Homer's, like, origins, where it's like, no, they, they met in the 90s. Yeah, I'm like, no, <laughs> you could just change the year, like, or or not do that. Because like they they reference a lot of uh, of the past without having to date it mm-hmm. anyway. But that's that's the Simpsons. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I honestly thinking about uh, thinking about continuity and thinking about the omniverse, I'm actually a little bit more excited about it than I was before. 
Same. We kind of talked ourselves into it over the course of this episode, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. Just as long as it is, as long as it, as long as stories did happen, then mm. I'm okay with that. You know, um, the, the problem is, of course, like, don't make Elseworlds stories also have happened. Like Elseworlds, you know, out of continuity stories. It's not like, no, 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 all of it. Like, including the dark multiverse that also happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going to I mean, you know, fine. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm OK with that. That sounds fun. Like, that sounds like a you know what? DC's never really tried it. So no. why not? You know what you could always do when it's over? Have a goddamn crisis and just wipe the slate clean again, which, you know, you can do, which I think maybe in that way, it makes them a little bit more daring where they're like, look, if it's fucked up, we'll just have another crisis. Yeah, exactly. Like there's always a get out of jail free card for DC, and it's called a crisis. Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about the DC Omniverse. Same. I hope it works out. Um, same, same. The 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 problem is, of course, like the issues I think everyone's having <clears throat> is that like DC is t- clearly disorganized. Oh yeah, and that that's apparent from like whether generations is connected with future state now it was going to be and that it isn't, but it's called future state anyway. Like. Nah, get your ducks in a row. Um, but I like the idea that it's all in continuity. That that actually takes less pressure off of their editors too, because they're like, it really does. It all happened, or it didn't. Whatever. We'll figure it out. It's, it's up to you, nerds, to figure out. You comic book YouTubers, you figure it out for us and tell people. Yeah, you let them know. I mean, why not? There's they they recognize that there's 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 um. There's another element to the industry which is commentating, and they're yes. like, let them do that. Yeah, they'll, they'll let them do the heavy lifting and make the timelines and charts and everything. <laughs> yeah, why should I have to make these goddamn charts? That ain't my Free job labor. description. Um, I don't blame them. Uh, but yeah, so I'm hoping for good books. I'm hoping for for more story, and I hope that it's all in continuity. I want that to matter. Um, but uh, nice. yeah, uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. Listen, we're going to keep talking for another 15 minutes or so over on patreon.com slash comic on a show called one shots. Check it out if you want. Uh, otherwise we'll see you guys here. Um, stick around for more tomorrow. Back issues is dropping and I have a feeling it's going to be about uh, one of the biggest selling books of the month. <laughs> mm, interesting. So we'll see you guys then. Thanks a lot for watching. And uh, that's it for us. So long, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.